The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Silence Your Phones. I'm your host, Chris Chavez, joined as always by your other host, Sean Fritz. Sean, the other host, right here. <laughs> Sean, we're back. It feels like it has been a couple of weeks since we recorded last. It has. So many things just keep happening. Life happens, gets in the way, yeah. finds a way. You've got yourself a new, fa- a new surrogate father. Yeah, not that by you help out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wheel him around. (laughs) It's funny. He's like, yeah, I'll walk. You just wheel around my goodies. Uh, And I've told you this. His goodies are an original Jack Kirby, an original George Perez, um, you know, a birthday card from Stan Lee, uh, which is made from an original cell from Spider-Man and his amazing friends. That is crazy. Like, all right. All right. This is this is a surreal, like the good kind of surreal life that I've stumbled upon. Do you think do you think he talks to his family about you and his son's like, who's this guy I think he is trying to muscle Maybe. in on my inheritance? What's going on here? <laughs> I don't think his son gives a shit about what is what he's inheriting. Um, and, and that's just because of bits and pieces that I've yeah. heard him say. Um, but his, uh, I know he talks about me to his agent and his friends that know me as well. Oh, OK, goodness. smack my microphone. <laughs> Smack my mic up. Put a fat beat on. Put a put a techno <sighs> beat under that. Chris. Um. Yeah. So we're back. We're we're back to talking movies. Um. We're at the end of the year now. It's we are literally recording on Black Friday, so we're mm-hmm. we're 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 in the twilight of the year, and it feel. I was saying this to you right before we started recording. It, this works. The movie we're going to talk to uh, talk about today works for Black Friday. Mm-hmm. Um. Because most of the time, you know, when you think of Black Friday, you think of horrific, Shopping. painful experiences. <laughs> and this, <laughs> you think of there, there's a specific piece of footage that I always think of is like circa 2000 to 2004. I can't remember exactly when, but it's a Walmart. Oh, yeah. Door. You, see, you know exactly, I know what, exactly what you mean. Where I remember the doors that. break open and everyone and just floods in. Hence the term door busters yeah <laughs> um so i used to work retail uh and i hated it by the way mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. case you were curious hot take i hated retail working retail um it is a necessary evil for some people and some people have are sicker than me and like it um and i would love working black friday so it's like the one day of the year that i loved working because i got to see people come unglued I worked at Staples at the time, okay? And people would fight over 
256 meg flash drives, 256 megabytes. That's so kid, amazing. A megabyte is a quarter or that's a, amazing. A yeah. And, and like, so there's, they would just put like all these SanDisk. I remember this, this one moment vividly. Uh, actually, I'll get to that in a second. I, I was the guy that would go out and hand out the little vouchers. If mm, like, okay. all right, we got 10 GPSs. Yes. Those were a thing. People yeah. would buy those separately than their phones. Yep. Uh, we got 10 GPSs for $50, whatever. And, you know, I'd, I'd be the guy that goes out and hands out those tickets. And for me, I love to make things entertaining for me. Cause I have to say the same thing a lot. I would chastise these people to their face and they had no, they were so hyper-focused on where's this, where's that? I, I gotta, it's like, you need to take a deep breath, cowboy. <laughs> but I would basically just give these people like, I just chastise them right to their face. Be, be just like incredibly dry about things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was this one time in the store, they opened the door and I was not prepared. I was walking something to somebody um, and I got caught. There, there were these bins where they just dumped all these flash drives in mm-hmm. and it's the story from a moment ago. Uh, they had like 256 on in one. Uh, and then they had like some stupid, like, I don't even know, like three pack of Fisker scissors for a dollar 50. Cause they are expensive. Yeah. They're good, but they're expensive. Um, and or pricey, I guess expensive. Most people can afford th- three pack of scissors when they're yeah. $20. These were 10. Woo. Mm-hmm. And so they're in the, and so they opened the doors and people started coming in. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it to where I got to go, which was like 10 feet further. But I had to then walk around. It was like a, a, a stand. I guess I could have like jumped over the counter, not, not jump, but like, you know, Dukes a hazard it over the counter or something. Mm-hmm. No, no. I just stood there. I'm like, all right, well, this isn't going to get there for a while. So <laughs> I just, just stood there. Poured in. I stood there as carts like just went flying by me on either side. I'm just standing in front of these bins. They're like, where's this? I'm just like, over there, over there, back there, over there. It's that way. It's over there. And I just played tour guide pointer point. I was the pointer guy. It was a living statue. And uh, I didn't move for 20 minutes. I just, I don't know, dude, I'd feel like even turn around. I would feel like working black Friday would be like the day you don't want to work. You don't want to deal with those people. You know what I mean? Yes, but you'd get less one-on-one interaction with those people. And a lot of rules are, are off. Like, Hey, you don't have it here. Can you call over to that other store and see if they can hold it for me? Uh-uh. Phone yeah. rings. Nope. You're out of luck, dude. Why are you calling on black Friday? No yep. one's going to answer the phone. Um, <laughs> I love black Friday so much, not for the deals and sales, but for the people that I went out this morning. I'm a did you, did you see craziness? No, oh, I was too bad. I, I, I will simultaneously sad and happy <laughs> i was sad for me but happy for humanity for a couple reasons first of all a lot of stores went back to the we're not going to be open on thanksgiving i saw that thankfully. that's cool yeah and they have all right it's a deal until we have it or until we're out of it or until the day's over whichever comes first not well this is only good from 4 to 8 p.m and this is yeah. good from you know get out of here with that crap yeah um most stores were open like between 5 and 7 a.m I went to Best Buy, got there at 5 a.m. It was like 15 in line. I'm like, this, or I got there at 4.30, I opened at five. I was like 15 in line. Everybody walked in nicely, politely, casually. Some people were a little slow and I was like, get out of my way, fucker. No, I, I didn't put it. I, I showed them. They were asking for yeah. it. But no, it was, it was weird. Like the deals weren't super great because most of them were online already. Yeah. And I mean, I got some stuff that I needed for the house, but all in all, it was like, 
just another day going to the store. And, but I was, I was, you know, I was sad that I didn't see mass hysteria because that's fun. But I remember I, I only did black Friday once in my life. I was probably like 22, 23. And too young it was to appreciate it. It was to get uh, a digital camera. Cause you know, that mm-hmm. was like the shit to have back in the day. And I was like, I need to get a digital camera. I want one. And I yeah. went and stood in line early in the morning, waiting to get in. And I got it. Got it. One of those home. HP ones, right? Yeah, probably. Or was it a probably, Sony? dude. Probably a three megapixel. You're like, oh, yes, three megapixels. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I found my old Canon point and shoot that I bought uh-huh. 2007 for like 50 bucks because it was on clearance and I worked there at Staples. Mm-hmm. And um, I just looked at it. And I'm like, wow, seven and a half megapixels. <laughs> uh, and then I, I, I immediately remembered I, I just ordered a six, uh, a Google Pixel 6 Plus. Okay. 48 megapixels. <laughs> it's hell, amazing, man? dude. Uh, it's like you said, even with the flash drives, dude, 250, 256 megabytes back then was mm-hmm. like, holy cow, look how much you could fit on this little thing. I think and now they they're like, out- here's a here's a two terabyte flash drive now. Mm-hmm. I think you know? they'd give out the uh, like for promos and stuff. They'd give out like 32 meg, maybe 64. Yeah. And that was like, it's this going <laughs> to eat all of our budget, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy, man. Crazy. Um, let's get into our movie, dude. Let's get into our Black Friday movie. This time, we decided we're going to do something a little different. This is not something you normally would have thought you and I would watch, to be honest. I was surprised when you 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 uh, you said, let's check it out, but it works. Black Friday. We decided to check out the 1986 American sci-fi comedy horror Chopping Mall. Oh, as a new security Completely mobile, user-friendly, and absolutely fail-safe. But something is going wrong. Another one of those things out there. Waiting to pick us up one by one. He ain't getting me. Which was originally released as Killbots. Did you see this? I did, and um, I don't know if I mentioned it to you. I mentioned it to to E that 
I remember a movie being called Killbots when I was a kid mm-hmm. that I watched a double feature when I went like it, I had a paint the picture of Sean's bedroom, a, a young Sean's bedroom. It had some awesome carpeting. It was like a bright red. <laughs> it was rad, man. Nice. I didn't design it. I'm not an interior <laughs> designer. And I wasn't then either. I was probably seven, maybe six. And, you know, I had my, my queen size bed because I'm a big, I was a big boy at the time and little tiny 13, maybe 15 inch TV tube TV as because, you know, no one had flat panels. Uh, but I had one of those little knobs that you put on the top of the TV that you just click, click, click. And it's every channel mm-hmm. that went up to 13. So I remember far too many details of that, by the way, <laughs> but I remember watching a double feature uh, of a certain robot movie and then this movie after that. And it was like, oh, Killbots. I was like, oh, that's a very scary sounding name as a six-year-old boy. <laughs> and then I'm like, Chopping Mall last week. And I'm like, I remember watching a movie that was similar to that. Or not, you know, it was kind yeah. of a little like it, like at the very first, um, you know, intro uh, of the movie. And I was like, mm, let's look this up on Wiki because the movie's not really starting very well. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen this starting point of a movie before and i was like oh killbots how about that i probably have seen this dog shit movie <laughs> spoiler alert i did it was oh six. man chopping mall dude so this is the first time i've seen it referenced as a comedy horror um i think it's after the fact they decided to add it as a comedy horror yeah i think that because they realized it's not really that scary I remember watching this as I was as a kid too on one of the saturday afternoon creature feature horror movie things and uh I don't know. There's always been something about this movie. It is. It's not a. It's. We're gonna say it right from the beginning. You said it, right? Dog shit. Like, it's rough watching this, but there's something about it. I love it. I just love this movie, and I can't wait to start talking about it. So let's get into the plot. The plot is super simple, right? There's this mall that uh-huh. is experiencing such high waves of crime that they've decided <laughs> to invest in robots as security guards. And these robots look like Johnny five from short circuit, right? They basically, well, the, the, the tracks are kind of like him, even the they arms, the way they shoot out. They have T-Rex <laughs> arms pretty much. <laughs> they always like shoot up. Like he's all like excited. Uh-huh. Um, and the head looks like the head of the robot from the power Rangers. What's that robot? Little guy alpha five. Yep. Right. <laughs> I mm-hmm. saw that today and I was just like, that looks kind of like a Power Ranger thing, dude. I um, sent a picture of these robots to Christian, uh-huh. my co-host on Power Rangers in Cyberspace, which, geez, we have to put an episode out. Um, I have my access revoked. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's funny because you're the uh, you're the That's one that can amazing. do that. That's amazing. Um, and I, I sent him the picture and I said, what, what's this look like to you? He's like, what the fuck? Who ripped off Alpha 5? I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> they inspired, uh, for some reason, this movie inspired something. Isn't that amazing? This, so yeah, there's these robots that are intended to be the security of the mall. And there's rules to these robots. I mean, they're kind of dangerous. They shoot things. They have tranquilizer darts. They have all kinds of things to help you know bring a criminal down. Non-lethal force. Yes. Uh, except there's a catch, right? They don't go into stores. They they just they're they're meant to stay out in the hallways and make sure the walkways are clear and no no crimes going down. Mm-hmm. And 
should you be caught out there after hours, uh, all you have to do is show your ID tag and it's going to scan your tag and you're good to go. What could go wrong? We also throughout the, the very beginning of this movie and into it as it starts is we're introduced to all of these these uh, characters, mall workers who are supposed to be teenagers. Well, there's two things that told me that she wasn't a teenager. <laughs> there was a lot here that I was like, what is happening real quick? So, yeah, so they're teenagers w- working in this mall that have decided that they're going to throw a sex party in mm-hmm. one of the stores, the, one of the uh, like the home furnishing stores uh, after hours. So they're all going to kind of sneak in there and stay after hours after everyone leaves so that they can just basically have sex. That's it. Mm-hmm. And drink and you know, normal things let me ask you something see this is where i i could i didn't understand it because how are they teenagers when two of them are married and own a company yeah well an automotive company <laughs> like what and that's the other thing like aaron's watching this with me and she's just like how long until she married out? she's like they're married why do they need to go to a store to have sex why don't they just go home <laughs> Um, well because they were on their way to i I think they might have been in college let's just pretend yeah i would go otherwise college yeah otherwise we're watching like i mean we're watching a snuff film if you think about it but (laughs) so yeah this is the idea right the idea is is they want to have a party afterwards Mm -hmm. and um a storm comes through and of course like everything you know anytime we have these robots and storms hit the hit the breakers it does something to the to the uh, you know the programming, and now all of a sudden these robots are killer robots, and they're just which, riding around killing anyone they come across. Which, like I said, I've seen this movie before. It was called Short Circuit. <laughs> so far, it's like exactly the same, right? It, this is like Short Circuit and RoboCop mixed, Jeez. right? Remember, like it brings out the mo- the robot and RoboCop and ends up shooting Ed, everyone. Ed two hundred nine. Yeah. So. Uh, so that's the movie now. Now the movie is these kids trying to survive the night of being chased by these robots. And um, it's there's no there's nothing else to that. This is literally the movie. There's no deep storylines. There's mm-hmm. no interpersonal relationships that you have to worry about. Nothing that's big deal, like nothing to develop. This is literally robots chasing these kids around. These kids breaking into a sporting goods store and coming out with ARs like assault rifles and like what sh- <laughs> grenade these launchers are bulletproof <laughs> like did you notice how many <laughs> plots of convenience yeah oh like, yeah. came up with in this movie like we'll get to that in a minute but <laughs> like honestly the movie became a slasher film yeah oh yeah dude. but that's now, what this movie is they have to survive and that's the plot there you go yeah nothing it, else it, to say yeah. much in terms of the story <laughs> Let me, uh, what version did, how long was the movie that you watched? Um, it was an hour 15, I think. Okay. You know, there's an hour and a half version. Yeah. A little bit longer, right? What do they have in that? I don't know. I got to find out that I want to know. I got to find out now. I'm wondering is, okay. So let me ask you something at the beginning of this movie, when they're, these robots are being unveiled, right? There's this, this presentation and there's Mm -hmm. all these people sitting there. Why in the like, what was the significance of that man and lady, Mm-mm, the man making know. these nonsense comments and this lady giving him looks and they're like both. They're just trolling the entire presentation. They're trolling it. I don't know. Like, I don't even know who <laughs> these people are to know if they were. Uh, I mean, they weren't even like like the, were they the, the mall owners, like the store owners of the mall, like different store owners. I don't know who they were. 
But if they were, wouldn't they be more serious and like stick up their ass about it? Like we made this investment for yeah, you. Something. So I think I think one of the I think the lady owned or was in charge of the diner. Which ah, okay. And the dude couldn't tell you because the only other adult, I'm sorry, responsible adult that we see <laughs> is the guy that owns the store that the let's just call her the bimbo yeah. uh, worked at. I don't even know. I don't even know what her character's name was. Is that her dad? That's her dad. Yeah, because the one guy comes over and he's like, "I can't." Yeah, Jason wait Hervey to Light do comes you. over. Yeah, yeah. It's like can't wait for what? years. Yeah. And can't wait oh, to, um, yeah, can't wait to help her button her top button. <laughs> but this she is, seems to have missed it. But you're right. Like this plot is so. It's a flimsy plot. It's just a straight here. We're just going to do this, and we're just we're not going to we're not going to worry about if it makes sense. It is paper. Then do you know what I mean? Theater of the uh, mind shows that I'm there, there's the plot, Chris. Oh, there you go. But you're like you said, a lot of these things uh, were kind of came up for convenience. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, did they sell automatic rifles, assault rifles at a sporting goods store? Well, sporting and, goods stores do sell guns. This is before assault com- rifles in a mall. Probably not. <laughs> And then but, he's also got the the Rambo thing where he's like the wearing bandolier. the bullets. I mean, when you, when you're in a shootout, Chris, you gotta be prepared at all times. God, dude, I was waiting for the uh, what's the one the, the one that spins? You know what I mean? The Gatling gun. I was waiting Jeez. for him to bring out a Gatling like a, gun, like a mini know? gun. <laughs> well, now Gatling guns. Most people. So education time, kids. Uh, a mini gun is, or a chain gun. Like remember Doom, the mm-hmm. the first one, uh, weapon number four. Uh, that was a chain gun where it just spun around at mm-hmm. six or eight barrels. A Gatling gun has wagon wheels on the side mm-hmm. and it's basically the size of a cannon and you crank this motor. Yep. <laughs> that is a gat that is like a world war. No, that is like a civil war era gun. <laughs> I mean, you could put a hurting on th- some things, but could have taken those robots out if they'd had that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, the stuff that they were in, man, there's another store that sells nothing but j- canisters of gasoline just all like indoors like all inside just stacked up inside on in a beautiful pyramid and we get this moment in the movie where they're 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 getting ready right they're preparing they have these gasoline things and the one girl is like all you got to do is take a piece of the cloth stuff it in here light it and throw it Mm -hmm. and she's just like like you've done this before and she's made some comment like you know it, it, it does the job cop? she goes she does the job yeah. she goes oh it does the job and i'm like the fuck job is she talking about that she had to make molotov cocktails okay that was the married that was the married one yes one, right okay yes. so she's like they, they established it early this is the only thing they establish is that she is better at auto mechanics than uh, her auto mechanic husband mm-hmm. so i would imagine that she would understand how the neck bone is connected to the backbone gotcha or how things interact like don't smoke while you're working on while you're pumping gas kind of yeah. thing um, dude but that, that's the only dude, logic that i can add to it there's a lot in that movie right and there's well, a lot of times one, where it doesn't make sense well there's and, and here's the like let's get into the diehard vents right that are never that big by the way yes it's Thanks, exactly. i was just gonna go here and she's like oh they turned the heat up it's so hot like their hands are all of a sudden burning Okay, and then the one girl's like, "I gotta get out of here, man. Where did this claustrophobia come from?" Yes, you work exactly. in a mall out of nowhere. You're in a tight. Okay, and the locker room with the showers <laughs> for 
when you for everybody at the mall like the diner was, like i think it was i think it was, think it was, it was part of the diner wasn't it that was in the mall uh, but still you're right aaron said the same thing she goes what she goes okay i get the locker room because you've seen places where you work sometimes you have your own locker you can put clothes in or you maybe you have a uniform rest, that you change restaurants into. will right. have them for like purses and such because this was like register. a gym locker room with the showers i'm like are you sure there was a shower she goes this girl oh, yeah, by a with shower. a towel i was like oh yeah. i didn't even notice it yeah there were there were body parts that you can't see on regular television too funny dude too it funny. was like there it's like uh if you've ever seen the movie punchline uh it's about stand so. up tom hanks stand up um that's really all you need to know every comedian that i've ever heard talk about movies that don't get it right they always say punchline and why would you and why is there a locker room for comedians <laughs> I mean, I get it for like Rocky at the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, like you said, even a restaurant, you get that piece, the locker room, the 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 lockers. But your jacket, your valuables. Yeah. yeah. There was uh there's a lot of weirdo things here. Like a lot of stuff. That or malls in the 80s were weird. I'm gonna go with not that though. No, I was gonna say, uh, what mall did they film this at? Do you know? It was a uh, three-tiered mall, three levels. You know what it honestly looked like the mall that was in or at least the style where it was like the um it almost looked like a like a hotel at the airport and yeah. airport area like it's got the center that just goes straight up uh in like an atrium fashion oh it was filmed mostly at sherman oaks galleria where fast times at ridgemont high and commando had been filmed i would imagine that there was a lot of influence in the way this mall was laid out to stranger things season three yeah i haven't seen that yet I mean, the new one comes out eventually. So, they um, but yeah, dude, this is uh, you're not coming to this movie to get any kind of deep storylines, any kind. You're not going to walk away going like that's one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Um, well, this is literally just kids having sex and getting killed by robots. And then the kill scenes in this, we're going to get to them because when we get to special <laughs> effects, <laughs> you know what else it is? This movie is, um, what do we say already? Short circuit. Yep. Nightmare on Elm Street, or no, Friday the Thirteenth. Yep, RoboCop. The RoboCop. What other movies did we say? Oh or God, did we? I mean, That's it's about it so far. It's a sci-fi comedy. And Porky's. Horror. Throw a little bit of Porky's in there, exactly. maybe. Exactly. Yeah, for the for the uh, un you know wedged in nudity. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of slasher. I mean, there's really like take every like this is one of those where they mix genres not well. Let's True. Just say yeah, that. it was. And it's. It, it was like malignant and how it switched genres and had like little thing like that did that the first half well mm -hmm. this i'd say the first whole part of the movie like the entire whole part of the movie like one out of one or two out of two parts of the movie mm, no didn't do it so well yeah it's something else that's for sure it's definitely this, something else this is a uh, corman adjacent movie by the way so we should have known what we we're signing up for wait it's what it's a corman adjacent you know how Roger Corman's movies were all dog shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, his wife produced this one. <laughs> oh, God, really? Mm -hmm. Julie Corman. She did. Too funny. Um, Yeah, man. What else can you say about the plot? <laughs> uh, it's not there. That's all, right. all I know. Let's move on to the cast. Now, the cast here, aside from Barbara Crampton and... um. What was his name? Dick Miller. Everyone else in here was were people that I barely recognized or didn't even know who they were at all. 
Well, I know Barbara Crampton thing. because, you know, she's considered one of these these kind of uh, she's a legend in 80s horror. You know, she's been in a lot of 80s horror. She a scream queen. Kind of. I think I mean, she was in Rihanna. You ever see Reanimator? No. And I ne- I've been meaning to for a while. Yeah, she was in that. And like, yeah, you like you'll see she's in Puppet Master, Castle Freak. You're next. She's in a lot of these kinds of movies. And most recently just put out a new one called Jacob's Wife on Shudder. Mm. Um, but she's the only one I knew, like for sure knew. And I remember and when I saw uh, what's his name? Um, Dick Miller. I was like, oh, hey, I recognize that guy. Uh, and he, he's the one who played the the um, what do you call it? The, the guy that's Security mopping. Card? Oh, the janitor, the janitor guy. Yeah. Which, by the way. If that guy is the janitor and they're paying him money, like they're wasting money. He's just sitting there slopping stuff like in a circle. He's not cleaning anything up. It's just just well, moving stuff around. Chris, you got it. This is 1986 mop technology. It's not up to the cow. It's not it's not a Swiffer. <laughs> oh, God. But, um, yeah. His technique. Let's just say he needs to go back for retraining. Yeah. All right, let's get into this cast. First, we're going to talk about Kelly Maroney. Kelly Maroney plays, um, I forgot her name in the movie now, she, but it's the, the character, the Allison Park. Allison She's the Parks. one who was brought in to to be the blind date for the nerdy guy. Oh, is that? Oh, I thought she was the, oh, my mistake. Oh, no. Yeah, you're good. Um, so I think I you could, like an asshole. I feel like you, I feel like <laughs> you can look at her as maybe the main character, right? Because she lasts till the end. She was mm-hmm. kind of brought into a situation that she didn't want to do first. She, at first, she was kind of like, ah, I don't know what I want to do this. She ended she up doing the most it. growth. Yes. Character. Is it growth or is it forward progress? Something. I mean, yeah. It's one of those two. It's definitely something. Um, growth. I don't think. Not important. Now, I'm going to say this right now. Out of everyone acting, everybody. Uh, there's. I don't think we're going to be able to point and say, "Oh my gosh, what an amazing performance!" This is '80s cheese horror, right? So, mm-hmm. so just know that that's the performances we're getting. She plays this character, Allison, and again, it's this kind of like, "I'm not sure if I want to do this," but by the time she's in it, now she's doing it, and then it becomes like, "I'm coming along to try to survive," and now I'm fighting to survive. And they, hey, as a matter of fact, I'm the one that actually wins the day, you know. Um, not bad in part but yeah tony odell uh he was the guy that was she was set up with she was set up with this guy um what a name ferdy ferdy yeah is that Again. like Ferdinand? Give him a, <laughs> maybe that, yeah that that's like um and no offense to well let's just use chris as an example like chris is a normal shortened version of christopher it's like naming your kid Chris and putting it on the birth certificate. <laughs> or we can use another example because this is Bob. Yeah. Instead of Robert. Although my mom worked with a guy named Bob Roberts and I contest that his parents hated him from the day he was conceived. <laughs> That's a side story, but yeah, oh, it's, nice. it's like the abbreviation of the name Joe instead of Joseph Beth, instead of Elizabeth Becky, instead of Rebecca, you know, um, and, and on and on and on Pete instead of Peter. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Russell Todd played Rick Stanton. He was married to Linda Stanton, who was played by Carrie Emerson. The two married uh, couple, the, the married couple on the on this movie. Can you imagine if it was Tony Todd instead of Russell Todd? <laughs> <laughs> these guys, these characters are kind of like, like you said, you kind of get a little bit more behind their lives because they do establish that they're married. They own this, this, you know, this this uh, car repair company. 
automobile repair company and that you know they're they're from what I'm getting, like these are their friends. They're still they still want to do this kind of thing, even though they're married. Like you, when you get married, it's time to start like building your own life together. These two are like, oh, we're gonna come and have sex in a mall. You know I mean, I mean, come on, Chris, you gotta have priorities. <laughs> uh, they were okay too. Do you know? Like I said, I, there's nobody that stands out to me in acting. So I think that's what I'm gonna just keep saying throughout this whole thing. They were okay. They weren't too bad, mm-hmm. except for one. Oh my god, dude. John Terleski, he plays Mike Brennan. Okay. This is the guy that I, I want to read the script because I want to know was this was this a choice? Was this a choice where he's just like, I feel like my character would chew gum the entire oh, film? How how annoying is it? Unless it is specifically written that your character does this, there's no reason to have anybody in a movie that's chewing gum because that is distracting. It's the most annoying sound to hear, especially when he does it the way he was. He's like, man, he was like cows would be like, damn, dude, chill out. Yes. The entire movie, mm-hmm. even he's in bed, getting ready to get down before he has to run out and grab cigarettes and uh, chewing away, chewing away. Bold, bold move. Also, when you go out and get cigarettes, <laughs> I had to laugh. She, he had to go to the cigarette machine. Yes. Like, oh, remember, remember those? those? Jesus. Yeah. As soon as I, I saw just, it, too, I was like, oh, yeah. Good lord! Yeah, the little, you pull the thing, the lever on the bottom. Yep. How did they stop kids from buying any of the stuff? You know, they said don't. Was it just kids didn't want adults seeing them do it, so they just wouldn't do it? Um, no, I think they did it. Still, they're just like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, I'm gonna say though that John Terleski, he played the character well because he came across as such a douche, and that's how you know his character was supposed to be. So I think he did a good job doing that. I just wish he would have left the chewing gum at home. That drove me absolutely mm. nuts, dude. Yeah, that was, I think that was probably the ire of most of my commentary. <laughs> the chewing? Yeah, I'm like, hey, man, keep it down. I'm trying to watch a bad movie and trying to hear everybody else. Uh, Susie Slater, um, that's the bimbo, plays Leslie Todd, the one who didn't want to have sex until she smoked a cigarette, not vice versa. That makes sense. And um, that's about it. That, that, she gets uh her death was kind of funny it was it was com- that was the comedy right there <laughs> all you see is like a headless body and you know the last thing to slap the ground was a gratuitous <laughs> gratuitous pair of tits and i love how like the reaction from the inside our so our main character right like if you look at her uh allison parks when when that when that happens to to the bimbo she's just like is looking it. at her like it's not a big deal like just Jeez, looking man. like no reaction it's like she's dead inside oh, is, is what it comes down to um they literally had to have okay this is a mall that also had some sort of uh beauty pageant happening and it was in the bikini the bikini section of the show remember that at the beginning these like women just walking through the mall in mm-hmm. bikini and they literally listed the lead one in the cast Tony Naples. She must have been somebody big back then. Uh, or aspiring to be. Oh, she was on Sorority House Massacre too. So oh yeah. Who, who hasn't who hasn't not seen that? <laughs> oh man. Um, Dick Miller, like I said, he's in this and I recognized him. Um, I gotta be honest though, I'm not sure where I recognized him from because I feel like he's just been in oh, the burbs, garbage man. Mm. That's where we saw him recently, was on the burbs. Well, um, the, the little blurb here on Wikipedia says you later appeared. He- Appeared in over 180 films, including many produced by Corman, uh, which means that I don't think he ever honed his craft. Maybe he did. 
Hey, he's um, in Gremlins and Gremlins too. There you go. He later appeared in films of directors who began their careers with Corman, including Joe Dante, The Burbs, oh, James God, Cameron, yeah. and here's a weird one, Martin Scorsese. Wow. Hmm. We might have to go down a Corman rabbit hole, starting with 1974's Captain America. Right. Night of the Creeps. No. I remember Night of the Creeps. Uh, Terminator. I don't remember him in Terminator. Interesting. The Terminator? Oh, yeah. I guess yeah. it was in The Terminator. But Dick Miller, so I recognized him. Uh, he put in an amazing performance as a janitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Where, where he interacts with two other janitors that are like ending their shift, and they just decide to walk through the mall drinking beer. And they pick on him like the 80s were a weird time, man. You're going to be stuck in here again, buddy. He's like, I'll be out of here in 10 minutes. Watch me. Just let me just watch. Watch me push this mess around. Nothing else is happening. What in the hell was he mopping up? Because it looked like a torso, like a frag torso from Doom. (laughs) You know, where you shoot (laughs) another Doom reference where you shoot somebody with a rocket launcher from like, yeah, 10 pixels away. Yeah, you suffer some. uh, It's rough, dude. It was rough. Um, and then here you go, though, that man and woman from the beginning of the movie that made all these comments in the crowd, mm-hmm. Paul Bland and Mary Bland. So they had names. I bet you that extra footage has to have something to do with them. Do you think it has to be? But I don't understand why or I don't understand the need to want to know why either. Oof, it's rough. Like, they could have just cut that part out of the film. Still have the, you know, the commentary of. You know the presentation rather but just take them out of it because it's really not needed yeah exactly oh man there's not much to say about this cast it's a cast of of actors and actresses that are in a cheesy 80s horror movie so well and and the funny thing about most of these people you know if you just mouse over their names on wikipedia it says mm-hmm. they're best known for this movie this movie and chopping mall yeah yeah it's like so interesting that you know that's very interesting yeah but they, they clearly aspired to do more than they didn't and they didn't yeah i think she did you know i think the the, the one we saw that had the most out of their career aside from maybe dick miller was barbara crampton mm-hmm. you know because she went into a lot of horror um she's also she did a lot of tv work it looks like she was on young and the restless days of our lives a few sci-fi channel shows hulu's into the dark um yeah man i don't know this is uh this is this is a cast where, like I said, aside from maybe Crampton and and one or two others, is is kind of a forgettable cast, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't even touch on the one guy. He's one of the one of the boyfriends. Nick Nick Siegel, I think, was his name. I believe you. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. All I, right. I don't. I don't know. It's it's a who's who of who's that <laughs> is really what the what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this, dude. Let's get out of this cast area let's go into sound let's go into the music and soundtrack banger uh was it 80s techno was pretty much Basically, what it comes down to it's like 80s techno a little bit of synth here you know they were trying to it was it was trying to be like that synthy feel uh mm-hmm. when you looked at the 80s when there's this whole opening montage of the mall kids skateboarding in the mall this woman who's carrying like a tray of Pepsis, like three or four Pepsis, cups of Pepsis and food. And it's like, she's navigating mm-hmm. LaGuardia airport or something like all of a sudden, like, like every single time she takes a step, somebody almost bumps into her just for dropping her. Like it's this crazy, just montage of all of this, like 
saturation of 80s mm-hmm. so the sound is just nothing but that kind of techno 80s synth and well that it. scene was stupid by the way oh totally dude totally because just for her to end up dropping you know spilling it on everybody <sighs> what was the point like what are the when you're writing that you're like oh you know what i want to write this and this will be great we'll follow her the entire time and by the time she gets there she's just going to spill it all okay mm-hmm. neat real neat um and she was super pissed at him like okay there was a point towards the end where the music changed and it was it was it almost felt like an 80s sitcom it was really kind of hokey and i remember thinking to myself this music does not fit what we're watching right now Mm -mm. well and, and every time the robots would come on screen the music would change yeah yeah literally it would change to the opening sequence music of short circuit like theirs goes ding 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 but (laughs) ours goes ding 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 ding, ding, ding. is that little buddy ching in there (laughs) oh god it's it's really it's like all right let's copy this let's just port this to vhs it's like but it's already on vhs exactly (laughs) (laughs) you know I don't care what they're paying you strike it in half and double it. Um, That makes sense. All right. What else we got here? Let's move into the special effects. Mm, This is where the movie shines. This is where the movie shoots its load (laughs) and its budget. Some of the practical were okay. Like Mm. the, like the, the, Scientist was he a scientist? The guy with the robots in the room with him? Like, what was he? He's wearing a lab coat. Well, he's got to be. Did he have a clipboard with him too? He's reading, you know, he's doing a a crossword puzzle and he ends up getting like no, he's and he's looking at the he's looking at the uh the centerfold playboy. Yeah, he's got a he's got a centerfold stuffed inside of a a magazine somewhere, like a different book or magazine. Yeah, and he had the uh he had the Andy Dufresne Bible where it had the the cutout he is yeah. he, he ends up getting jabbed in the neck and that looked kind of cool you know like when they pulled away and the puncture mm-hmm. and all that stuff that looked decent but it was such an obvious cut oh yeah like they're cutting in the most obvious places like practical effects you oh, think yeah. they weren't invented by then um but that's about it man in terms of special effects this is a rough one we have electrocutions right when uh, the janitor oh, yeah. gets electrocuted <laughs> I mean, we have cut, a couple whatever. electrocutions just that that kind of like spidery it was an earnest electricity saves. it was earnest yes. level effects it was you know, when it where he got the what did he got like thor powers yeah did you see the, the when the janitor first gets electrocuted there was that comical kind of you could see his skeleton for like a split second like mm-hmm. what what straight out of a comic book literally oh god these these things these robots shoot beams from their visors and they're these, they're these purple, just little they're, they're lights. Buzz. They're, they're GI Joe lasers. That's it. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> and here's the thing. If it hits you in the back, the arm or the ass, it just kind of burns. Mm-hmm. But if that shit hits you in the head, <laughs> you're done. You're Do you think done. they held X for a little bit longer? <laughs> <laughs> God, dude. Like, <laughs> man, it man, exploded what, though. <laughs> it was like, uh, that was awesome. Did you see the Rambo before the most recent Rambo? No. I've, to be honest okay. with you, I've never seen a Rambo film. I've seen this scene. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, he shoots a guy in the head with a bow, with a bow, uh, an arrow. 
his head explodes. How does Next that work? Right? Hey, <laughs> science. That's how. Shut up. I don't see your lab coat. Dude, it's amazing. But yeah, so um, what else do they have? They have a lot of gunfire happening here, oh, which goodness, is like the, the worst sound effects for the guns. These guys are worse shots than stormtroopers. Oh, God. Yeah, right. These are robots that are supposed to be like saving the mall from crime. Why are they bulletproof? Why are they? Why are they missing? Like they miss too. Like they're shooting like crazy. Just missing. These kids are athletes. Chris. No problem. No problem. Um, that must explain why these kids can hold the gun. There's no recoil, like all the shooting and not, not one bit of recoil whatsoever, whatsoever. Well, and we can't talk about this without talking about current, current events. This is no way a commentary on the current state of guns in movies. Yep. You know, yeah. I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Back to the, back to the regularly scheduled program. These guys were probably playing with, I mean, effectively they're Nerf rifles. Yeah. Plasticky toys. Yeah, for sure. They're kept. Yeah. And and you're right. They have no recoil. They probably have no guts. The, the guns. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, I mean, they're all shots. When... But again, the, the the robots are bulletproof. For what reason? <laughs> and why do they have tasers and lasers and tranquilizers have... too? Remember, like they could put you to sleep. Fucking shoot you with a tranquilizer dart. Yeah. I mean, why don't they have that gun that sends you to another dimension? <laughs> Clearly, they they. I mean, they, they configured these things. They built them with all this stuff. Were they not going to tell anybody? <laughs> yeah, right. And this movie, dude, is full of effects wow, because they have all different ways for people to die. And like there's there's uh, flame, too. They have a fire where Barbara Crampton's mm-hmm. character catches on fire and literally just lays there and burns. Mm-hmm. Um, that looked good. And that looked good because a lot of times in movies when they do the fire suit, right? Mm-hmm. If they don't pull away the right way, if it's not filmed the right way, you see it. It's a suit. And this didn't look like it. This looked like a woman on fire. It didn't look like she was wearing a suit. Mm-hmm. You know, typically they have the helmet and all that stuff, but it didn't look like it. Her hair was just flowing around in that blaze. Well, that helmet could have been true with, with the hair on it. Yeah. Wig. yeah. It Wigs aren't good. expensive. It looked good. But they though. weren't a mall after all. <laughs> it was. It did look good. I thought that looked good. Um, but other than that, man. You can't. I mean, it's eighties. It's it's low budget. This was this movie was only eight hundred thousand dollars. That was the estimated budget for this film. You know, if they really wanted us to believe that the the vents were hot as shit, pump some steam in there or Something. some dry ice to make it look like it's hot as fuck, and you have to cover your hands with your your long sleeve cuff, yeah, your shirt cuffs. You know, or, or show me your RX card that says you're crazy. <laughs> in whatever 1986 crazy was oh man maybe um, she was just crazy for boys yeah exactly this is this movie's again 86 cheese horror bro 1986 cheesy horror you're it not is. it's not ilm and <sighs> and with no only eight hundred thousand dollars they got to pay for location right so they got to pay people to work they got to pay all that stuff they had to build these robots that's not cheap either so you could see that they didn't have much money left over for special effects. Did they have all three on the same on the, on the screen at the same time? Just not moving. Oh, they only right. had they the have, one move, right? They that, while they had the three. Yeah, I think they had two moving at one time. Was it at one point? Oh, so yeah. Yeah. Effectively. Yeah, you're right. In the in the staging room or in mm-hmm. the charging bay or whatever, you know, um, these things are like R2-D2 now that I think about it. <laughs> You know, like they got the little, they, well, we're going to mess with the heat. We're going to mess with the, 
the elevators. We're going to lock things down. We're going to hide. Like they're literally smart. He's rolling. He stops. He pulls back and then just backs into a spot, mm-hmm. turns all his yeah. lights off. You know what he is? He's like a cop on a speed yes. trap. <laughs> yes, it's exactly what that was, dude. Man, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Mm. I don't know what else to say about special effects, but it was they were there. They, were, they, they existed. They put somebody thought that, that somebody signed off on them. Hey, you know what? It, what it does is it adds to when you have all of these. So when we break it down, right, we break down the plot. We break down the cast. We break all these things down. We can pick it apart. It's, it's, it's just it's horrendous. Mm-hmm. But when you put it all together, then it is the beauty that is chopping mall. <laughs> so <laughs> it doesn't work the- by itself, but it works all together. I prefer that we chop this up and look at it in a vacuum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right, dude, let's get into our final thoughts and our our ratings. We're rating this on um, out of five Johnny fives. Yeah, because that's what this movie is basically is. (laughs) Yeah. One year later, uh, I'm not a creative writer, says the guy that wrote it. Tell us your thoughts on Killbots, dude. Jeez. Well, like I said, I watched Killbots, I think, when I was a kid. Uh, and there's a reason that I didn't remember it until I saw that it was called Killbots at one point uh, last week. Um, um, it's I, I went ahead and you know, as with most movies, I, I, when we watched The Birds, it was the last movie that I rented on Amazon. Yeah, and so for grins, I just buy them on Amazon now. It helps build the movie collection, uh, the digital collection, but also I can watch it again. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish I rented this one. <laughs> <laughs> you bought it, dude. It was free on Tubi with commercials. Uh, whatever, you know. <laughs> I'm sure it was. I watched awesome. Short Circuit that way, and okay. uh, I was like, eh, you know, I, I, maybe I should have gone for the twofer and watched them both on Tubi. <laughs> but I mean, it was like six bucks, maybe That's five bucks. So I was like, you know what, five bucks, I can deal with that. Um, you know, when I get my when I get my ad revenue check, it'll it'll wash out. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke that we don't get. We don't do ad revenue. Nice. Um, but we're open to ad revenue. Ad revenue. Yeah, of people. course. Anytime. Give us a call. Yeah. Yeah. One eight hundred Sean Fritz. That's how you get a hold of me. Um, dude. One eight hundred Killbot. Dude, that would be an awesome phone. Oh, there you go. Killbot. Just kidding. One eight hundred. No. Um, that works so, too, right? One eight hundred. Mm-hmm. seven yeah seven yeah digits. nice yeah uh so i had so again i didn't know i had seen this movie so uh, i was one of those suckers that watch agents of shield on abc and there was this one character that was like oh yeah chopping mall that's the best i need to make a, a weapon like a shotgun axe where it's got a shotgun with an axe on the end <laughs> not a bayonet an axe so you can like far away and you can get up close whoop some ass I'm like, all right, Henry Simmons, you have some gigantic arms. So I'm going to listen to what you say. That sounds like a good idea. It no longer sounds like a good idea, <laughs> uh, as I have now successfully watched and remembered that I've seen Chopping Mall. Um, it, the movie is just, I mean, the characters are so ridiculous. and I mean, they're singularly motivated. I get it. They're unsupervised at a mall, um, you know, and you just have the interesting juxtaposition of, which we do see at the beginning, Ferdy, um, Ferdy Ferd is the nerd yep Jeez. and and he's like the pencil pusher and they have to have everything done in the linen store by the end of mm-hmm. or curtains or whatever the hell it is by the end of whatever time of day or whatever day of the week um monday or tuesday when the when his dad the boss comes back and you know him and what's her face are the only two that are 
scholastic, let's say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when everybody else is not. Mm-hmm. So they're they're obviously you know they're they're very hands on, so to speak. Handsy. Yeah, hands on, handsy, insy, outsies, underneath these covers, whatever. <laughs> Hope they wash their sheets before they sell them. Um, God, right? Or return to vendor. Um, I mean, just the setup and the premise is like, oh, I've seen that in this movie. I've seen that in this movie. This is that movie. That's that movie. Oh, I could see where this, you know, where yep. um, Dead Rising takes a lot of inf- uh, you know inspiration from Dawn of the Dead. Definitely takes it from this movie. Uh, replace the robots with zombies a lot more of them mm-hmm. and it's like oh well there you go uh i mean it, it's like i said earlier it's a who's who of who are these people <laughs> and you know the most scary part of this movie was oh no dude's sitting there beside the, the cigarette machine and he's dead yeah it's all that coming a mile so i mean there, it's so obvious what's happening in this movie and what is going to happen in the next scene uh, you know you just call it oh he's not dead oh you just saw blood from his head he's not dead though spoiler alert the movie sucks um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it is something to watch it's one of those movies where uh, i said it before on a different movie um i would say oh i think i said it for the never-ending story where it's one of those movies where i would watch oh they live we haven't brought that up in a while where it's like, you should watch this movie because it sucks. And I want to see how much you think it sucks kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's one of these, that's this movie. It's like, look at how dog shit this movie is. <laughs> Are you ready to sit down and lose an hour and a half of your life? Um, and uh, that's what I would ask somebody. So all that said, there's not a whole lot I can say positive about it, except <laughs> just the comedy of it is a comedy of errors. Yeah. And comedy of you missed it by that much. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, by that much, I mean like a good two feet. Whereas uh, Get Smart was like that much, a good couple millimeters. Um, out of five Johnny Fives, because that's what this movie really is. <laughs> um, I got to go one and a half for because it was made and because <laughs> it was made. Hey, they did yep. it. Yeah, they did it. Yay. They we got put it on screens. <laughs> yeah. It got distribution. Oh man, they made it to my screen too. So it's going to be interesting for me to review this because so here's the thing. We talk about our movies when we watch them on our show, you know, we discuss we break down all of these different, you know, sections and I just said this a few minutes ago how separately, I mean, it's just rough. It's rough when you break down all these little things and talk about them, but for me when you put it all together, is awesome and not awesome good it's awesome bad and i love that i'm a huge fan of really bad 80s horror i really am i love it i don't love it because i'm getting any kind of like like satisfaction right i'm not (laughs) yeah i'm getting well i wish uh it's not that i'm thinking you know man this is great i i just you know i watched something that that now the rest of my life it will have this you know effect on me that's not what this is i watch them with a joy of seeing how bad it can be um you know and i enjoy doing that like like i said i love those this is a rough movie man we said it from this the start of the show all the way to now that the acting is cheesy 80s acting you know you have a few shining spots here and there where where they come across well in the characters they're playing but then there's so many times where they do and say things and i'm just like whose choice was that where's the director Mm -hmm. um 
the the story itself is absolutely just ridiculous. And like you said, it's 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 basically like they took five different movies and took the plots, right? Mixed them all up and then just started taking out like sentences out of each of those plots and put them together. Uh it looks cool, right? Like uh, the idea of being in the mall at night, that kind of thing. I think that was one of the things with Dawn of the Dead that you know a lot of people liked because of the mall, right? Um that's about it, man. You know, so I'm going to give it two ratings. This I'm thing's also it... rosy. Those things are also rosy from the Jetsons. Now yes, that I it think is about rosy. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's rosy on, on a bad time of the year, dude. Um, Rosie was always cantankerous, though. She was, dude. But could you imagine if she had shit like this shooting people <laughs> and fucking darting they, them? They probably didn't draw that episode. <laughs> yeah. I uh, Yeah. So I'm going to give this two ratings. I'm going to give us a silence your phones rating because that's the legit rating, right? So mm-hmm. honestly this is not pulling more than a one, a one Johnny five out of Johnny five, five Johnny fives, because there's so much going against this movie that anyone who's not a fan of this kind of thing would look at this and say, this is the biggest load of crap I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a fan of bad horror movies, if you're a fan of bad eighties horror movies, if you're like me and you seek these out to watch them, like I literally watch these movies every day, movies like this, if you said you watched this movie every day, we might not be friends. No, but I've, I'll be honest with you. I've probably seen this movie at least five to six times this year already. That's a bold statement. You it's might want to cut that out. It is very true. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I love bad 80s horror movies. Mm-hmm. So if you're that kind of person, then for you, this movie is going to be like a four. This is like a 4.0 uh, in terms of what you're looking for in those movies, because it has it all. It has horrible like just a plot that doesn't make sense we have characters that are in the movie that have a lot of dialogue for not Mm -hmm. meaning anything to the movie you have Mm -hmm. you know you've got these robots that are ripoffs of you know a few other things we've already seen in in hollywood at the time Mm -hmm. um and then special effects that are just the some of the most cheesy special effects but man it's awesome so yeah dude Silence your phone's rating. It's a one Johnny five out of five. But if it's uh, if you're a fan of this stuff, then you're going to look at this as a four. And that's all I have to say about that. That's a very interesting um, diametrically opposed rating. <laughs> oh, what me. do you say? What do you say? We stay on uh, cheesy films. What are we doing next? Oh, I don't Just kidding. <laughs> We're not doing cheesy. We're doing um, a movie I've never seen before. I've been wanting to. Yeah, it's uh, we were just talking about it before we cracked. Uh, well, after we cracked the mics, before we, <laughs> you can't hear it. It's in the hidden track that Chris cuts out. Um, that wasn't funny. You can cut that joke out <laughs> or leave it in. I don't care. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't even. What, what year is this movie? Uh, we're watching a movie that uh, is relatively recent, and it is about something that Chris and I do enjoy. The older. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, the older version of this. I make reference to it far too often um in my regular life as as well on work calls which some people are like what 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 are you talking about dude i'm like come on everybody knows who the hell I, the iron cheek is right oh fuck you and yes buddy um um but it's a, a movie called the wrestler i just want to tell you i'm the one who is supposed to take care of everything i'm the one who is supposed to make everything okay for everybody just didn't work out like that and I left I left you you never did anything wrong 
know. I used to try to, oh, forget about you. <laughs> I used to try to pretend that you didn't exist. But I can't. You're my girl. You're my little, you're my little girl. And now, I'm an old broken down piece of meat and I'm alone. And I deserve to be all alone. I just don't want you to hate me. It's a tale. Um, was I'm this considered you... like Mickey Rourke's comeback role? Like this role was a, um, like people were, they, they didn't he win awards for this role? I mean, everybody should win awards for this movie because it's Darren Onofsky wrote it. No, no, no. He directed it. He produced it. Robert Siegel wrote it. Um, and I mean, Marissa Tomei's in it. And hey, it's okay. just plays. Aunt May. It just, yeah, well, man, you wouldn't think that. This is pre Aunt May and pre nice. uh, Anton Vankoff. Uh, $6 million budget, 45 million dollar box office take. But it's, I can't wait I mean, to see it, dude. I want to know who your parallel is when okay. you when you watch this movie. I want to know who you think of as as the parallel for, uh, for the Randy the Ram Robinson. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm looking forward to it, dude. The wrestler. Mm-hmm. All righty, well, that's it for the show, guys. We hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about Chopping Mall as much as you enjoy watching it. Mm, I think we're better. That's just a hunch. <laughs> we made it much better now. Uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. Before we head out, Sean, you got anything you want to say to them? Just be smart. Be safe. It's the shopping season for the holiday season. And uh, let's not let shopping get in the way of our fellow man and woman and he, him, they, her, us, we. Yep. Um, and also remember to continue to be safe. And let's try to keep COVID uh, to a silent roar. There you go. There you go. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Until then, it is now time to unsounce your phones.